bowels of One Half Radio Plaza at Life Media Studios. Hello, folks. Welcome back to Real Country Radio. Congratulations, Detroit. You can be thoroughly ashamed of yourself. The homicide tool has reached a nice even 750. Details on the latest leveling from Police Sergeant... Coming up now, we're going to start off the set with... ...in the morning. Bucketless Tigers could use this guy's talent. Have you had time to get ready? <clears throat> I don't waste any time getting ready. I stay ready. <laughs> Good evening, friends, and welcome back to another Sidetrack tonight. It's a, a bit of a different show. We're going to get into the weeds on some things that uh, have affected a lot of companies across the country, and we're going to focus in on one of them, a marketing partner of ours, Diesel Freak, and what it means to have engaged in the emissions game with vehicles. That's what it is, and I'm not I'm not trying to sugarcoat it. I'm, I can't sugarcoat any of it because it's real and this is this is where we're at um i want to welcome to our show wade lalone from diesel freak and uh wade you guys you you and i have been friends for like 15 years i've known you for a long time and yep. um, you've always been behind everything we wanted to do here and so i've never been more happy to offer the stage to you and i think what i want to do is do it in a linear way, kind of, kind of tell your story, who you guys are, how you got here. And then, then what happened with the EPA and the, the enforcement standard for the clean air. Act. Sure. So let's start, let's start real early. Let's start, let's go re let's go way back. Let's go back to Gara. It would have been like 20 11 or some shit. Um, I knew of you before then, but the first night I actually met you, um, Damn, you got that, was, that was a night where I was a fucking mess uh, <laughs> because I was in the midst of, in the midst of my first divorce. And, uh, and, and you and Tony Burkhardt kind of just called me the hell down and said, like, go over there and just turn the mic on and do what you do. It'll be all right. And uh, that's where our friendship started. Yep. Yep, I remember that. Yeah, that was that was a night. Um, I remember it well, and uh, you know, it, I couldn't have, couldn't have, couldn't have got here without you guys that night. Uh, it was it was something I needed in its time. And and back then, you had the the black tie affair, you know, Duramax truck. You know, it was back in the days of stuff being real simple. It was, life yeah. was easy. Yeah, and that's that's where that's where it came from. Yep. Yep, exactly. So how did it progress uh, for, for what you guys did? Well, you know, at the time, hell, I had a trucking company of my own going, fleet of trucks and drivers, and um, you just mentioned you were going through a divorce. That happened a couple years later to me. I got divorced. My give a shit kind of went out the window. Um, my brother had Diesel Freak going. And of course, we'd always use my trucks for some testing and doing different things and playing with tuning and having a good time. And uh, <clears throat> he had some employee trouble from time to time. Uh, that's a whole nother story that we don't have to get into. But so 
I sold off my fleet, long story short, and moved north, went to work with him. And I've been working with him ever since, 2013, 2014 era. And we just kept playing with trucks. You know, it's all we've done. We grew up. I mean, shit, the trucks were our daycare. That was our family background is trucking. Um, so anyhow, we've just been doing that. Well, you know, as missions come tighter into play, they were they were there throughout the 2000s, but they got worse, more stricter, uh, 2011 and newer, 2010. Yep. 11 and newer, you know, in the period of 2011 to 2014, them trucks were not ready for it. So they really had a lot of issues. We're not, talk, we're not talking pickups. No, I'm talking semi truck. Yeah. For, so, so for those who, those who are used to this story, yeah, they're used to the story from, from the, the, the pickup side, the Duramax Cummins power stroke side. Yep. You are not from that side. You are from, the 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 class seven class eight world the semi world yeah yeah i was playing with pickups you know i had to pick up tony that guy great guy he's cost me a shit ton of money because <laughs> 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 every time i'd go to a pole he'd beat me just a little bit well if you did this you could do that so we just kept progressing but and, you know so yeah but i was in the trucking world class eight trucks and that's where we was uh working in the shop all the time on the trucks well like i say these problems just progressed and um that's what i just told the judge last friday that you know this business evolved it didn't we didn't go out searching telling everybody hey you need to do this to your truck you need to delete it you got to do this no it just the problems kind of evolved because it was the only solution for a while yeah we had customers that they own one truck owner operator maybe a small fleet they can't have a 30-day downtime. They can't wait weeks on end for parts. And it was, you know, they need a paycheck every Friday, just like we do. Everybody else does. And when that truck's not working, then they're not getting paid. So um, just kind of progressed further and further. And, of course, we've always been into racing and pulling. So it was, of course, see what you could do with them. But the whole intention, I don't think, is what they portray that wasn't our goal was to just delete every truck on the market. You know what I mean? No, it was never about the, the off-road stuff. You know, you guys did that, of course, but right, th- that was never the hallmark. It was, it was about, it was about, you know, and it, it was about addressing an issue for these guys who were making a living during, during, during the 2010 to, I don't know. I guess I'll say 2017 and you, you can, you can correct me on, on the dates. There was an era there where, uh, the, the requirements on a vehicle far outstripped what their capabilities were. And I think there's a parallel to that now with this mandate for full electric that, there, you know, there's not the infrastructure to support that again. So this is this is this is history repeating itself. Um, you guys were addressing something in the market that said this is hindering our vehicles. They're not performing the way that they should. And you didn't know. You didn't. It's fair to say you didn't know you were contraventing anything. 
because the act hadn't existed yet. Not to the extent of enforcement. The Clean Air Act has been there for a long time. Um, 2011 to 2014 was the first series of DEF requirements on the Class 8 trucks. And that's what the manufacturers weren't prepared for. I don't think they'd tested a long time. So there was just an onslaught of issues. And it progressively got better. Um, 2018, 2017, 2018, that's like the manufacturers started getting a lot of this shit figured out. We were seeing a lot less trouble. But now you got a realm of guys that had these earlier trucks that got deleted. They had a better mileage. They had better power. They had all these other benefits that they wanted anyway. So as they got the newer trucks, it was just automatic. Let's delete it. Because they didn't want these future shop issues that they foreseen coming. They wanted the benefits of the power and the mileage and the longevity of the engines that that deleting can do. And um, and then it wasn't until about 2017, 2018, when the enforcement really started coming into play. I don't remember what year on the pickup side you started seeing some of these earlier shops start getting targeted. I want to 2016 maybe, because we would hear rumor, you know, hey, mm -hmm. the just cracked down on these guys and they got a fine. Oh, okay, well, for what, you know? And it was just always really unknown. Before we get into the linearity of that, because you and I, you, we talked about this the, the earlier tonight. Before we get into the linearity of that, where where the, we were circa, let's just say, let's say 2016 when this started. I, I, is that fair to say when it began? It's probably when it really got, yeah, when it got going. Yep. The, the science and the engineering at 2016 versus what's available in 2024 are two different things. And so 2016 emissions on componentry was, I'm going to, I'll say it and you don't have to, you don't have to agree with me. It was flat garbage versus what's now 2024. It seems like it actually works. I, I would agree with you. I mean, things have evolved. Technology's gotten better. The issues have been, not all the issues have been found, but many issues were found and were worked upon. So you you are, in a sense, prosecuted on an outcome that didn't exist yet. Yeah, fixing something that's, you know, not broke. Yeah. That's that's the frustration that, that creeps in about this whole scenario for you guys um, and, and for others. It's not just you. Uh, there, there's others that are confronted with this same problem in, in, in their business. There's no. And we had there's no resolution or reconciliation at this point, right? No, mm -mm. no, they don't even want to talk about it. Yeah. So again, we're getting, we're getting too far ahead of the horse. I, I want to keep the linearity of it, but as we go through, so we were, we're, we're at late 20 teens where the OEMs are 
required to have this. It doesn't really do what they want it to do. And by they, I mean, I don't mean the OEMs because I think within their engineering departments, they would agree this was not what was successful or, or what worked. And there are myriad opportunities to prove that power levels could be increased and efficiency levels could be increased where we could meet and exceed the environmental requirements for an engine. And some of your early, your early work did actually pass some of the string, most stringent stuff that was out there. Yeah. Talk short story, short, short story to touch base on that. It was probably 2015, 2016 in there. Um, large fleet runs Californian back hauling produce trucks got to be on the move. And he had them going, breaking down. He bought it. He brought his own, um, Proto wrecker. He was going out and taking good trucks and picking up bad trucks because in the shops, you know, couldn't keep up time-wise. So a couple of them trucks got emissions removed, run into California, go into the carb check station, pass, tailpipe, everything's clean. He did that for quite a while. Um, had several trucks passing. It, the only trouble he would ever have is if they pulled it around into a full inspection bay to go underneath and look at things and they want to open the hood and then they would sit back and go, whoa, something's changed. That doesn't look stock. Other than that, the truck was passing their test results at the time. They didn't have no trouble with it. So where am I to sit back and, you know, the goal wasn't to go out and roll coal wasn't to no. go out and put on a show. It wasn't to go be no. an outlaw. It was to make the truck run. Make the machine do what it was supposed to do in an efficient way. You know, yeah. you go, you're going down the road hauling whatever the hell you're hauling. doesn't matter. 60,000 pounds or, you know, here in Michigan, we get stupid, but 60,000 pounds or whatever it is. And, and you're, you're rolling it eight miles per gallon and we can show you a way to do it at 9.5 let's 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 be let's let's be conservative 9.5 uh you're <laughs> charles you gotta do a little research <laughs> these trucks are getting five mile a gallon okay uh, so so even even that so yeah. now we're now we're doing something where we're making a delta difference but we're doing it in a way that's that's against what somebody who doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about road rule against yeah, and I mean, didn't do the home, and didn't do the homework to figure out how to make it better. They just said we got to do this. How many gallons of diesel fuel do we save with a truck getting six mile a gallon versus five mile a gallon? Times how many fucking many across the country? Mm -hmm. That's the delta that we're looking at, and and people don't realize. Maybe our our viewers maybe come from the the diesel pickup world. The semi world take take your efficiency and go multiply it, and I think there's there's people who do do understand it and and that are that are in that world as well. They they have got one foot in each side and well, I you know I dabbled in the we had guys hot shots camper haulers car haulers they're driving F three you know F three fifties thirty five hundreds one ton pickup they were customers. Yep. It's it's a it's a different thing. So 
So at the time that this is all going on, there's when did when did the Clean Air Act that I I had I actually I think I've got it on one of my phones. That came in. That was in, that was announced. What twenty eighteen nineteen. And they, they chose to make it retroactive? Well, it's it started back in the early 70s. That's when, Well, that's when they made it retroactive back to, but that isn't when this, in, this enforcement started. Yeah, because I don't, I can't, I'm trying to remember when the first time I heard of even, I don't care if it's a pickup, truck shop, or anything, 2016 maybe? Hey, yeah. some guys got in some trouble. What kind of trouble? Well, they paid a big fine. You never heard it from the horse's mouth. It was always rumor. Yeah, that's kind of how it felt. That's kind of how it felt. So, actually, that that brings to mind something. I want to go through for you, linearity, what that was like. When did you first find out that that there was something there? And then what did your life become? Because you were under some legit, serious surveillance to the point where you wondered what your own personal safety was. Yeah. And I mean, so just to fast forward a little bit, November 2nd, 2018, we went to work. I don't know. It was mid-morning. And all of a sudden we get a phone call. You guys need to come up front right away. Well, we walk out of the shop up front, and we got about 30 officers surrounding the building, EPA agents standing at the counter. Everybody's wearing bulletproof vests, badges out, guns on, basically freeze. It's like like we were cooking meth in the back room. It was like, what the, what the fuck's going on? And they had a warrant, federal signed or a warrant signed from a federal judge to come seize and inspect. So we had a couple guys went out the back door. They were like, what the hell? And they tried to take off. Fucking cops were standing there, grab them by the elbow, bring them right back up front. Come on, guys. We all got to, we're all here. Um, You know, and they basically said that we could leave if we wanted to, but we couldn't come back until they had left. So most everybody left. My brother and I and a couple others stayed and tried to talk with them any information they needed, but also, um, you know, a couple of the guys wanted to interview me right away. And uh, I said, I don't know if you guys watch a lot of TV. I just got done watching the making of a murder on Netflix. And I said, I'd, I don't know if I want to, do I need an attorney? I said, do I, I don't know if I want to say the right thing or the wrong thing. I said, what, what are you guys doing here? And they're like, we're done. They won't speak to me any further. Um, they took my phone, copy it. They was grabbing computers and copying hard drives and they were there. We, I ended up leaving and, um, Next morning, they finally called. They'd been gone. They'd went through the whole building like as if there was a murder scene. Every every room had mm. stickers on it, labeled exhibit, what, you know, identification, room A, B, D, all the way through. And they had shit marked like crazy, like we just, like it was one big-ass crime scene, which in their eyes it was. Um, and then 
it really went kind of silent. And the case agent would call every now and then and have a few questions. Just really questions that you was like, you already know this. What don't make don't play dumb, but like they were just trying to get verification. And honestly, a couple friends of mine, their shops got some investigations. They uh nothing like we had. They had one two-person agents show up, do some investigations, get some information from them, and hand them a fine. Civil case. They got all they got their cases wrapped up. And I'm sitting here going, time's going on, we're not hearing nothing. Getting financials gone through, getting looked at, just all kinds of kind of weird stuff. And then it just felt like it went silent. And then all I don't know, it was twenty uh July twenty. 2022 got a letter in the mail you know that um almost four years later that charges are going to be pressed and moving forward i don't even really remember how that letter was stated it when it showed up for some reason they didn't have my home address they shipped it to my mother's house and she called me and says man i i almost threw this away i thought it was a piece of junk mail and um but she opened it and it was this letter about charges coming forward so from that point, we contacted an attorney, and then it's been a shitstorm for a year and a half, and we finally just settled everything out last Friday. Before we get into that part of it, correct me if I'm wrong, and I want to prompt you on something, and, and maybe I got this incorrect. Let's 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 regress for a second. The EPA is not it's it's a it's a bureaucratic arm of the government, but they don't necessarily have the ability to enforce via physical force or armed guards, whatever, whatever, which they've done with cases like this, not necessarily yours, but um, it has had taken place and that's a bit of an overreach, but like they made your life a living hell. Were you not followed in certain circumstances and where you had to be concerned for your own personal safety, like what the hell are they really doing? Well, it left me for a while wondering who I was ever, if I really could trust whoever I was talking to. They've got me hidden camera interviews, guys coming up talking like you'd be standing in a group at a wherever, truck show, whatever. And all of a sudden they got videotaped footage of me, you know, talking, other guys talking, everybody talking, but like, fuck, we're being we're under surveillance a lot that we don't realize. And they got three ring binders of papers that they'll sit and, you know, you, you start arguing your charges or want to talk. There's no talking. Here's our offer, your plea deal. If not, we're going to go back to this binder and these are all what we can bring forth towards you. Well, fuck, I don't know what all's in that, but I know... The evidence they did present is a little bit scary. Shit, there was pictures from in our shop where it's employees only. That, I mean, I'm not, I don't think it was our employees. There's, but they had evidence that you would call it from in the shop that you're sitting there going, how the hell did they get that? I don't know. Did they tie into our own camera system and get footage? Yeah, now it becomes a how how'd you get the search warrant to even see this? That I do know that that I will say that come from uh, another shop that we were working with. Okay. Uh, they fired a woman 
and she was a disgruntled employee and she called and make a made a claim and that started their investigation but the way they investigated was quite the investigation and, crazy I, and i almost feel maybe that was their excuse to get that was that was the trigger right because i mean fuck a cop can pull you over for anything tell you that your license plate was out yeah he don't that's all it needs is a reason before we get into the the legality the the the, the so now we kind of set the stage of of how we got to up to up to the, the prosecution part i want to open the floor to the to the rest of you guys and anybody there that, who wants to ask a question like wh- whatever you guys got hit hit wade with it it's fine um but uh then we'll get into the nitty-gritty of how it actually proceeded and and where we are now which is not good i mean to me i never even knew this even existed (laughs) i mean hearing this for the first like literally for the first time i'm like really i mean i work with some diesel shops around here in new york and i don't know if that's ever happened around here or not you know that's crazy. <laughs> like I'm literally sitting here in disbelief. I'm like, seriously? <laughs> <laughs> I wish yeah. it wasn't true. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and that's the way we were back in the middle teens and late teens when you would hear these stories. It was like bullshit. Yeah, I'm and, sure half of our audience is probably like, really? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, this is like legit crap shit you know (laughs) oh and like one dude said is like it sounds like a a tv or show or a movie but this is real life like they're coming after you for something that they are they are you know yeah 100 percent unbelievable without any public knowledge or informant of what you might be doing wrong yeah you're you're expected to have read the clean air act you should all 7000 pages of it and right. and and, and the, there'll be a quiz the resultant the resultant posts that come out about the conviction through various michigan media outlets don't really contextualize the totality of what was really going on there's a slant to all of it and we're here to counteract all of that uh, that's and that's why I want you here tonight is to just combat that and talk about the reality. Yes, well, yes, there, there was legally legally was there a violation? Yes, but what's the reality behind it? Because they're well, not telling that story, and we are. And and it feels good to be here now because now that the sentencing's done, I'm free to speak. Yeah. yeah. Um. Anything up till then would be used against me or prove your guiltiness and all this other shit. So it's, I mean, I would go on Facebook groups and you see things, you try to combat it a little bit and you just get laughed at and everybody's like, you're full of shit. You're a dumbass." So I just quit. It's like, all right, whatever. You'll learn the hard way. Like my big question is, okay, so they're coming after you for doing stuff. What are they trying to eliminate are they trying to eliminate somebody like me from rolling coal going down the road and blowing black smoke 
you know, or like you said, you're you're helping, you're you're taking a, a truck that travels the country, and you're getting what maybe one more or half a half a gallon more a mile. You're doing good, but you're not. <laughs> You know I think I, mean? I think what they're doing, I think what they're trying to eliminate is the man's bank account. I think it's yeah. a cash grab. But well, they did throw that. everything in a DPF filter and blow it all out at once. And so they cash grabbed to Wade, and we can talk about that, but it's what was underneath that they did to him and his brother. And some others. It's yeah. not. And, I, not and cool. I'm sure we get into that. And it's, you know, I'm probably getting off topic because. No, I it's fine. Know. Yeah, you know, you're, you're good at them. Yeah, I'll let Wade address. You, you scatter all over the place because my mind's going 100 mile an hour. At like, how do you get all this out to everybody? Because it does raise a hundred questions. Oh, but. Like last Friday is pretty fresh in my mind, and when you say they just want in your pockets, um, the the Department of Justice prosecutor stood there and told the judge because I had an opportunity to speak to the judge. Okay, and she the judge had asked me. He says, "Do you understand that what you were doing was wrong? Basically, you know, you got to admit your guilt." And I said, "You know what I do now?" I said, "At the time." I didn't because I had law enforcement officers walking in in uniform wanting me to do their pickup sitting outside. You know, if an undercover cop is trying to sell me drugs, he doesn't do it in his uniform. And he comes walking in wanting these jobs. And we did, I mean, we got our customer list, state vehicles, ambulances, fire trucks, municipalities, I mean, law officials, the government. Hell, Camp Grayling's not far down the road. We've done Gail, Gail, Gail Banks, hello? Yeah. Who? Gail Banks. Hello. Oh yeah, right, right. I thought you were actually getting them on the line. I thought, fuck me. No, 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 no. He he won't oh, we take. Could try. I mean, we could try, Wade, if you no, want. He, he won't take. He won't take my calls because I, whatever. But anyway, yeah. my, point was, my, my point was standing there in the courtroom. I I said this to the judge. I finally got the opportunity for the judge to listen to me. And I said a few of those things. And I said, I don't know. And I pointed at the table with the prosecutor and all them sitting there from the DOJ. I said, I don't know if they even understand what a vehicle looks like going down the road, deleted what it sounds like. I said, the lack of public knowledge of these crimes is what sucks. I said, just on my way down here through Grand Rapids, I had a deleted pickup past me rolling coal. So I said, I know, and they don't have a clue what it is. Well, a little bit later when she got the chance to stand up and talk, she says, um, we don't have the time to do the public knowledge. She said our public knowledge is by imposing heavy fines for these companies and enforcing it to stop. And I'm thinking, yeah. That is the tail say, wagging say, the dog if I've ever heard say, it. That is bullshit. Let's make say that again. Say that again. Yeah. yeah, make everybody a fucking criminal and empty your pocketbook so that we can teach everyone else. Yeah. Yeah. So coming coming from because I even told the judge, I even told the judge, I said, I grew up in school in the 80s. I said, there was the DARE program. Don't drink and drive. I drive down the highway to this day. There's wear your seatbelt. There's fucking don't drink and drive billboards out there and all all sorts of these things. Never anywhere does it say don't knock out an exhaust filter. Yeah. 
Cody, what was your question? So two parts. Um, it, one interesting thing is from the ag side, um, with all the, the deaf emissions, farmers are now adding sulfur into their fields that they've never had to add in before due to the, to the deaf that's having to be added. I mean, they're having to pour it onto the fields because it's sulfur, it, it's lacking that much sulfur. And they've, you know, years past have never had to do that. So A, that's an issue type of thing for them guys. Um, the interesting thing that I found is John Deere released their new uh, 9RX Yesterday. 830 yesterday. It's nope. over 700 horsepower and does not take def. So my question would be, if it's over 700 horsepower, what's you know at that point could you could you have a vehicle that is, you know, deleted type of thing that's over 700 horsepower? Does that does that get underneath the laws because it's over that 700 horsepower threshold? Well, I don't know the answer to that, but I know a lot of guys would try to skirt around certain things by saying, well, it's farm use. I use it on the farm. It's not even going to be on the road. But I, use. That, that's, if it was born with an emission stamp, it's liable. You you can't. I don't care if it's never going to hit the road, if it's got an emission stamp on it. I've, I've heard rumors of death being an issue out in California and that there's talks of trying to maybe do away with it. Um, I don't know if it's a horsepower thing or an engine operation calibration change, things a way to make things run cleaner that it's not needed. I'm not that smart of a guy to really know. It's like I say, those are rumors that I've heard, so I, I don't know. Well, and all the, all the, I mean, from what I know, all the diff is doing is, is bringing in the urea to burn it in a catalyst before it goes out the tailpipe to burn the soot out of it before it's the uh, the 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 last of the tailpipe i mean it, it's it's just a, like is a that train cycle. who's going behind your house right now that we that hear is, doing that what mine. you are talking about right exactly no but, it's been I, deleted <laughs> but i mean it that's that's the primary reason for that is it's it's just burning it so when you're adding that in there to i mean you look back at dodge in what 2012 to 2013 or 2010 to 2013, they bought credits to extend the life of, because they didn't have a deaf system until 2013, late 2013. And they bought credits or used credits, whatever, however that plays out to get to that point. So they were the last ones to the, to the deaf system and they added it and actually helped them because they had to choke them back so bad. It actually helped them for the, for the fuel mileage and, and how they ran. Um, but it just, I don't know. It, it's it's concerning to me because I'm in the ag community a lot type of thing. I live in a rural area and the, the farmers, like I said, they've never put that much sulfur on it. And then on top of that, like what it's doing, the engines and the, and the life cycles, because we're not getting the life out of these engines that we used to, mm -mm. you know, because it's cutting them back. It's choking them down. And then you're adding urea in there. You have a plastic jug type of thing. I mean, it's for the Clean Air Act. It's adding all that stuff back in there. And you have a plastic jug when you're said and done and it's corrosive and all that. So I don't, it's, it's frustrating because again, you know, there's, I think somebody said before, there's a lot of lawmakers that don't understand what's going on and they're just, Oh, we're, we're polluting the world and we're climate change and this and that. And they don't sit back. I see it on a whole, I'm fighting issues in Iowa right now on some other stuff type of thing that the lawmakers don't understand 
what the adverse effects of all this are. And I think. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I've had last week and this week, I've had meetings with legal teams um, that you probably would never think about, but had meetings with legal teams because it's, it's a big deal. But at the aspect of they don't, the lawmakers don't understand any portion of this and they're just, yep, sounds good. We should, we should, you know, and someone talks a good talk, but it's, you know, standing up to educate them on a level that they can understand of why it's harmful. Well, you know, like I said in the courtroom, when I pointed out a, a pickup that had passed me, I said, I don't even know when these guys are driving down the highway and a vehicle does that going past them. Do they even know what's done to that vehicle? I don't, I don't think they have a clue. When they were in our shop doing investigations and looking at computers, they're asking us questions like, "What? what's this? I'm thinking, what do you mean you don't? That's QuickBooks. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's Pornhub. Um, <laughs> and back to my story about them. Warn me next time. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Them trucks that were going into California, that was a he's a large fleet owner. He's got like 300 trucks. And he was a little irritated that he's paying $12,000 extra an engine at the time on these trucks to have emissions equipment. And then he was going into California showing that he didn't need that extra 12000 So he, he starts calling Cummins and working his way up the chain trying to get an answer. Who says this has to be on the engine? Why do we have to have it? And he could never get an answer. They don't know either. They're handed parts and told to make them work. Just last month, a friend of mine down in by Miami, he's going past the, the port dock and he sees a fleet of white day cab trucks sitting out there. And he stops and he's where the hell are these all going? And he starts looking them over, not a stitch of emissions on them. He opens the hood, clean as a whistle. They're all going to South America. Of course they are. Our Cummins still knows how to build them engines without all the shit. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, there's a lot of that too. You know, I mean, yeah, it's not just Cummins. I mean, yeah, no, I I remember. So I sold construction equipment. I remember some of the some of the lines took a twenty five percent increase in the price just to add emissions onto them to be compliant. But yet, all the other ones are going overseas, down south, wherever. Not a lick on them. It, it, it gets me going irritated of, uh, you know, I, lo- I, I love America, but son of a bitch, why do we have to be the police and the ones that saved the world? My God, what? They're choking us down. They want us to be the police and they want us to be the ones that saved the world and saved the planet, but they're fucking forcing us right out of it. So here's here's the thing where I want to go to next. Um, I think I think the conversation has, has evolved to this point. So the company gets a massive civil fine, seven hundred fifty thousand dollars. That is in line with what we've seen others in your industry pay. The personal side is that you and your brother have small dollar amount fines to pay which are acceptable and that that's not a big deal but now you're felons which is new that's a new thing so now you can't you can't own a gun to go get after what's behind you 
Right. You, there, there's, there's consequences that come with this that are massive. And for what you've done as a company are tremendously unfair. This is the part where I really get pissed off and I need to shut up because I'm going to say something, but to, to, to be a felon for making a truck fucking better than what it was in the time it was designed is bullshit. And this is the fate that has befallen our partner, Wade and diesel freak and many others within this industry. And this is not right. It's not okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's you and I talked earlier and I said, I, when I sit back, I want to tell people why to stop doing. Yeah. And when I sit and say, I got a, a fine, uh, my personally, my personal fines, $4,000 and I got 12 months probation. Let's go back though. I was charged with up to five years imprisonment and $250,000 fine personally because of my past history and my scorecard with the government and never being a criminal, never being, you know, a couple why the of fuck does anybody have a scorecard with the government? Let's start there. If, if you do. Yeah, you do. You do. And it's bullshit. So because of my stellar past 45 years, other than some speeding tickets and a little probation from being a teenager, um, yeah, $4,000 fine. I'm like, fuck, where do I write the check? 12 months probation? Done. But you're a felon. They will not change it. They will not reduce it to a misdemeanor because they claim that the previous fines and civil punishments that they put out there haven't been enough to get guys to stop doing it. So they're making everybody a criminal. And that comes right down from the chain of command of our fucking Biden administration. That's why prior people were just getting civil cases. Then we changed administrations in this country. And uh, COVID got over with and everybody was able to get back out and hit the street. And they said, make it criminal and money i mean like because the the business side of it my brother and i went through the court friday and our cases were done and then then it was on to the business case and he you know you can't put a um a business in jail you can put them on probation i don't know really what that does for a business so for a business wise all you can really do is find the shit out of it and that's what he went for the full amount we had a four-hour discussion in there with the judge inability to pay i mean you think about it you got a five-year window that's 12 grand a month that they want out of your pocket well a lot of businesses don't even make 12 grand a month profit let alone give it to the fucking government and then that's still counted as income you pay tax on that as well so this seven hundred fifty thousand dollar fine is going to wind up being about a million ouch so this is where it comes down. That's all they want. Fucking, I say all they want is money, but they also want to take our guns. They don't like them. So this is an easy way for them to do it. Do it. A bit of a fine and they're a fucking felon. Yep. I, don't, I don't like to make this show about, I don't like to make this show about sex. I don't like to make this show about politics. I don't make this show about religion. 
But this is a real way where stuff has consequences. If you're not a member of PRI, you need to be. Amen. Spend the 50 fucking bucks. Absolutely. And renew it. And renew and renew it every single year. Every single year. This is your tax that, that for will, being that a will, gearhead. That will, that will get you into SEMA. Understand that elections have consequences. This is the world we're living in, where a guy who has a solution for something good and is now a criminal. I'm I'm sorry, Wade. I don't I don't want to talk. I don't want to. I don't want to put the appellation on you. But it's, he's a criminal in the eyes of the United States government. It's yep. fucking bullshit. This is a fucked up system, and it's got to get addressed. Elections have consequences. You've got an opportunity going forward for the rest of the year to make something different and hopefully address some of this or put at least put in place a an electorate where acts like the RPM Act get attention because this is just not acceptable that we're trying to do things good for fleet owners for truck owners to do better than the OEMs it's not the OEMs fault it's not the OEMs fault they're in the same box. They're 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 fucked in the same place that that everybody else is, and we can find a way to do it better, and we're not allowed to. So, so let let me ask. I mean, talking about the OEMs, let me ask this: Why are the OP, OEMs not fighting back harder on some of this? I mean, well, they can't. to the to the comment on there, people gone you know through tea in the harbor for less. Like, if the they OEMs can't. just they stopped, they, producing, they're told. They're told you got to be electric yeah. by 2035 or whatever the fuck. Yeah, White Cummins just fucking rolled over and wrote a check for how much? 1.7 billion. Right. Billion. Because there's no fighting in open checkbook. And if the rules don't fit their needs, they'll change them. I wrote fucking I couldn't I've lost count of how many emails I have sent out to the NRA uh, senators, House representatives, state, local, federal, crickets. I'm like, I've supported every one of you guys. I've had, I'm not afraid to say Jack Bergman. He come in our shop a few years ago when he was, he's a Michigan senator. He's out, he was in our shop. I got pictures with him in the showroom. And I'm only calling you out, Jack. It'd be nice if you're listening to this, but you fucking disappoint me when you come in looking for my vote and I give it to you. And then I need help, and I've reached out to your office. I've emailed, called, left voicemails, and I get jack shit. This is where I'm getting pissed off. Is where, where do you come together as a group and ask for help? And and there's nobody there. Well, there's 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 somebody you need to go after. Yeah, we can we can make a difference. There, you know, there's somebody who can help help Wade. And uh, they don't listen. It's all of us. There's there's eight guys in this whole thing. All three, politics is local. Just just our case was eight eight guys personally and three businesses. Um, which honestly, I'm 
why some of the others didn't, I, I don't know how us eight got drew out of a hat. There was, you know, and then on top of that, we got charged with conspiracy to violate the Clean Air Act. It was conspiracy was the charge. It is, there, there wasn't a law that we broke, so to say, for, it was to violate the Clean Air Act. But conspiracy is like. Conspiracy is like fucking. You don't have to do shit to get charged. All we have to do is sit here talking about it right now. We're all conspiring. Yeah. Conspiracy is like, uh, that's like mobster shit. Yeah. Just talking about it. You don't even have to do the job. Ridiculous. ridiculous. Wait, can you see the comment on the screen? Yeah. Okay. Keep that in mind. There's your next t-shirt idea. Get your graphic designer on it. <laughs> and make them in fat guy sizes. 3X doesn't work. Give, get, <laughs> call Omar the tent maker. The have next him one. make some big ones so I can get one. And the guy who actually submitted this idea, he's big boy too. <laughs> Do this. We will be the first two people to send money your way for the shirts. I love it. Make it a death jug you're throwing in the Bingo. <laughs> <laughs> You you get you guys new shirts with with, with behind this is it will is it's it's awesome and and mm-hmm. there's a reason it's offsetting what what's going on but yeah they're you hit you hammered it as yeah. far as tapping into the zeitgeist of uh, resistance about this you you guys hammered it that and so let's get let's get there go to what's www.dieselfreak.com is that the place to go? Yep. Yep. And then at the top drop down menus, it, I think it's it's under shop and then men's apparel. And it's the all the shirts are with for the new ones that we got are in the men's apparel. Get oh, the new shirts. shirts. But I got I just brought one home for, for Mickey. I mean, they're all men's style t shirts, but there's women's colors on there. Um <laughs> it's kind of exploding a little bit faster than this was just like a thought. Um, my sister in law. Let's blow these guys up where they cannot Hell keep yes. up with, with with production. Blow them up. They, <laughs> I, I I want them to be scared how many of the orders they get. Do it. Let's go. Dieselfreak.com. The I fought the law and the the law won. And what's the other one? The, the fixing uh, fixing stuff wasn't fixing broken. Fixing stuff that ain't broke. Just fixing yep. stuff they broke. Get yep. your t-shirts. Let's go. Get in there. Mm-hmm. Blow them up. Also, Neil Doms wants one for tall fat guys, and I do too. <laughs> Neil, I am a hundred percent with you. We have tents with sleeves available. That is perfect. <laughs> perfect. Send yeah. one to Iowa. I will write you the check. You, you, you know, Neil, we we can't make jokes about circus tent because he'll punch both of us. We're, uh... both, we'll both be below the ground when we when he does. We we do have up to um actually our clearance racks are usually the smalls and the mediums. We we sell all the way up to five X. Yeah, so. we're not we're not doing clearance rack for this. We're gonna blow no, it all out. No, Let's no, no. saying our following, there's not too many smalls out there. Chris Wood, thank you for joining we, us tonight, we need, buddy. We need to we need to find some more smalls that will follow us, don't we? Yeah. Uh, yeah, never mind. I'm good being single. Never mind. <laughs> I picked up what you're saying, Charles. Yeah. Uh, single guys, yeah. Yeah. 
That's shitty that you're the one that picked it up. My big thing, though, is why I was wanting to be on here, Charles, though, is really, and I, I appreciate you guys, it's the public awareness. And in, mm-hmm. and I'll throw it out there. Um, my email is wade at dieselfreak.com. I mean, if, if you got any tips or thoughts or whatever to move forward, but my biggest thing is public awareness. So many's just oblivious to what is going yeah. on. And I, I'll see guys in town rolling coal with their pickup. And, you know, you stop at the gas station, I'll say, guys, you know, why, why you do that right in town? This is what brought all the awareness on. I mean, yeah. we've got time and place, but not only that, it's just now it's getting to be, do you realize the fucking trouble that you can be in? Yeah. Well, they don't know that either. All look because at, you're having at, fun uh, with a clapped out shitbox 7.3. Yep. Well, look at... Uh, hey, Lone wait Star, a minute. Hold on, hey, hold on. hey, hey, yours isn't clapped out. And it's probably not a shitbox. I was going to say, look at Lone Star Throwdown. I mean, they uh, Lone Star Throwdown, from what I read, is lost their contract for next year from a truck event in Texas because of all the after meets and parties and racing and yeah. burnouts and, and shit like that. UCC, you guys yeah. are in danger of doing the same shit. And right. I know where you go to. Yep. You guys yep. are in danger of doing the same fucking thing. It, it, it wasn't, from what I read, it wasn't just you know, regular police, it was Homeland Security came in there for that. So, right. And that's the thing is like, it's awareness of, you don't need to be doing that. So. Wasn't that, if we go back a few years ago, wasn't that kind of where uh, Shide's diesel extravaganza brought? Yeah. Like 14, 15, that kind of started this whole shit. Like when they went hit H&S, you know, Yep, there's a reason why Diesel Freak got or Diesel Freak. I'm sorry, Wade. That was <laughs> that was really shitty. There's a reason why SDX got moved to the middle of nowhere. The middle of nowhere at Lions Drag Lions Dragway. It, it, we're, we're all now Wagler Motorsports Park. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody in town fucking smoking. Feel up. Like such a dick for doing that. I. God, it's gonna, I got I got personal issues. Sorry. And now no, it's gonna live on the issues. internet forever. <laughs> no, no, because I can delete anything I want because I've got that power. Yeah, but this show is not one that we're gonna let you delete. This one is too important. Well, he can he uh, can just like cut it out of it, you know. Shut up, Cody. Don't give him ideas. <laughs> no, so, that was that was that was a fucking asshole. Uh, so I got a, I got something here. So I mean, obviously you guys got, you know, put up because of the law and stuff like that. So what can you guys do now? Still gonna be so, shop and stuff like that. And how can any of our supporters that are watching right now support you? Um, you know, if you, with what you're doing now. I know because it's tough. Like you, we asked them, um, hell, 2018 when we got the investigation. I mean, when they were leaving, it was like, what What do we do on Monday? And they're like, well, we'd rethink your business plan. And that was their, that was their, that's all their advice was. And yeah. their biggest thing, their biggest thing they say is you can't um, delete, you can't alter, delete, or defeat emissions devices so that even 
really makes me question emissions on performance. But I mean, you're I not going to make make a fortune selling SMB cold air intakes. No, <laughs> you, you know what I mean. No, but we are working on a cold air intake that we're very close to having done. It's it's not going to be an uh, air intake. It's going to be cold charge air intake that I think is going to be a pretty good game changer for our emissions on stuff. Um, coming soon. I was hoping we were hoping to have it done by now. It's been in the testing the last year or so out on some trucks. It's gaining mileage. It's gaining power, and it's not. It's not, um, it's not even tuning the truck. It's just an add-on part. So that'll be coming out pretty soon. We're excited for that. We can do, you know, we still we can do, do some product reveals on, on the show. Yeah, well, we we're not ready to reveal it just yet. <laughs> That's okay. We have another show planned when you do. <laughs> right. Um, and we've been doing some of that testing with racing because we still need racing. I mean... And we're we're tuning. We've got an in-floor chassis dyno. We're tuning trucks. We can add. We've added power to them. We're doing the emissions on thing, but we got race trucks coming in. We're building engines all every day that, um, you know, we can go race truck pulling the the drag racing. The That's what I was interested guys, in. Is, is what's 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 the race the race only part the race look only like thing for you guys with the, the chassis dyno? It's still such a big fucking gray area with semi trucks. Like I know the whole thing right now that um SEMA and, and PRI number we're gonna like all this this whole deal of having VIN numbers on a car that's dedicated to a drag strip. I mean it's like where do we draw the line? Why, that why the fuck does that matter? Yeah why does it matter? It's a I, it's a I, recreational vehicle for I, lack I don't of a want better to, term. I don't want to talk on a turn and I'm not gonna say where it was where it was verified but that doesn't matter when it when it's when it's race only that doesn't seem to make a difference. You wouldn't think. Yeah, but, no, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm not going to glance you on that one, but but the vehicle was born with the emission certification. Uh, if it was mass, in the cases I'm talking about, they actually weren't. But I think what, what Wade you're getting at is if it was mass produced and has a stamp. You know, from that standpoint, that's where they're looking at it, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Like you're if right. it was ever a streetcar, if it ever left a dealership lot, right? Right. right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. I'm gonna I'm gonna right. buy a CNC machine and build a five car garage in the back, and one of the bays is gonna be a CNC machine for build aluminum blocks. It's fine. I'll find a CAD file online somewhere. Because I mean, hashtag, hashtag plausible deniability. Cody doesn't have it anymore. <laughs> Cheers. We've got. Well, I mean, we can we can we can, we can make it's this ultra relevant real quick and just go like, uh, anybody see the uh, diesel Cadillac? Yeah. Yep. So you see that comment by the mastermind? The that that's that's was, what I'm saying. If it's if it's a bill of trying block. not to bring him into this. <laughs> Sorry, would have been good to know that earlier. Motherfucker, <laughs> Tony, I was trying to stay you, take a shot. From it. and whoever put you up there, I didn't do it. It was somebody else on this show who has editorial abilities. God damn it, I'm trying to. No, good. Cheers, Ooh. Tony. Cheers, but, but that's what I'm saying. Like, if not, it's, yeah, yeah, yes, cheers. Great. Now that we put you up there, motherfucker. yeah, awesome. 
Great. If it's, Cheers. If it's a awesome. billet block that's it's gonna not be a phone mass- call. I'm deleted from this freaking show. I'm gonna have to answer this. If it's a billet block that's not mass produced, then at that point it's not VIN numbered, correct? So at that point it'd be fine. But do you go as far as numbers matching on the vehicle? Not if it's a it's a tube chassis and stuff like that. So that was a purpose built race vehicle. Right. Yeah, that's different though. That's right. That's and different. That's, that's what worked. We're um, taking shit. I gotta shut up. Sorry. No, but up. it leaves a question. This is where maybe this gets people thinking and going. Like I'm I'm become a big large fan of the semi truck drag races loaded in Bobtail Uphill. Charles, you're aware of them. You come announce. We love it. Yep. Um, You're kind of good at them, too, by the way. Yeah. Stop sucking my dick. I'm yeah. good. I, I got to get out there someday. I, no, got, I was talking I about Wade, not you. <laughs> oh. oh. But, you know, my truck is a retired truck. I don't work that truck on the highway every day anymore. But it still has a VIN number, still has all these. These are questions that I don't even know where do you go get an answer. Or do you not even raise the red flag? Because I don't. Go ground that. Go grind that freaking VIN number off. <laughs> well, you know, but oh, it's a, it's a chassis build. The thing is, we're back to them wanting to stop us from doing anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and well, and we so we heard we heard from and you were there up there what the enforcement level is going to be at Onaway when it comes to the local sheriff, which is ultimately where enforcement devolves to. That's true. And he's like, no fucking way. This is awesome. Go fuck yourself. Yep. Yep. I remember seeing that when they they made that comment. I pulled up to the line and I seen him standing there and I opened the door. I said, fucking whoever was, I forget who was in my passenger seat. I said, get in the back. And I had the sheriff get in the truck. I thought, if this ain't the best damn thing, we're taking him for a ride. White went green. I let the truck out. The drive shaft left the chat. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> we sat there and didn't do anything <laughs> so so okay uh, from that aspect if i build a one-off tube chassis fiberglass side panels billet block daily driver license you know it's a it's a self-built vehicle can i drive that down the road without emissions um i let me give you tom bailey's phone number yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, I'm just a devil's advocate here. I mean, like, it's not mass produced. It's not, you know, it's a one-off vehicle. It's no different than somebody going and building a kit car type of thing and going to the courthouse and it's got turn signals, fenders, and shit like that. Is that something like? Honestly, you could probably do it for about the same cost as what new trucks cost anyhow. So, I guess we're to extend into your word, worldwide, where where Cody's going with this would be. A glider. Yeah. They have stopped gliders. You can no longer build a glider. 2017? Yeah, right right in there. 2017, 2018, they stopped gliders. Yeah, that's why the last of them uh, uh, sell for absolutely stupid money when they come up on auction. Yep. Did you see? Did you see that back in December, Wade? Oh, there's been a few of them. <laughs> yeah, but there haven't been any day cabs that have sold for three hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Oh yeah. 
was a 2017. Had yeah. had a C15 what? cat in it at like 600 horse or something, 35,000 miles. It sold at an auction about two hours south of me. Unbelievable. It's, but it's like any, I mean, hell, 07s and 08s are bringing half that. Oh, yeah. Especially, yeah, if they're well cared for, yeah. Look at your pickup market. Fuck, we got O3s bringing twenty five grand. What are yep. what the hell are we doing? Yep. I sold my today, but I think it's back to the point of awareness and getting who. Where do you start a group? Where do you start spreading public knowledge and making everything aware? I don't even know how many guys are not aware that about the whole drag racing and the whole sled pulling thing and VIN numbers and purpose-built vehicles. They're just sliding it in. It's all of a sudden one day you're going to wake up and be like, oh, fuck, that's the way it is now. No, you can't do you can't do that anymore. And it's going to come with severe, severe consequences. Right. And that, that's really, really where I, I wanted to get to with the whole thing is the, the severity of what you're up against right now um what you can do against it maybe that's another conversation maybe another show we've touched on it a little bit but understand the severity of the consequence and like look wade is a friend of mine a sincere friend of mine a good guy a person who tried to help Tried to do right. Tried to improve the vehicles like we all want to do. And now you've heard his story and that doesn't sit well with me. That this is a result of someone who wants to make things better. Something is fucked up in our system that this happens to a good guy a good person someone who is conscientious of not only his industry but of his municipality his family he's been a partner of what we do here on on sidetrack for all these years and now I'm, I'm sorry, Wade. I don't mean to. I can take it. He's a, he's a felon now. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. Something's wrong. You know, there's. It's not just me. It's my. There's my brother and, like I say, six other guys. Yeah. Yeah. Dumb guys. Dumb yeah. guys. You know, there was three other shops involved, but there's mechanics, foremans. It's not just shop owners that got. It's not. It's not just Wade. I mean, his brother Ryan. I mean, I enjoy a friendship with him too. Yeah, and but I'm saying too. That's it's saying anybody. It, everybody is subject to this punishment. It's not just the shop owner. The guys working in the shop. There's there's mechanics and foremen and stuff that are also now felons. Did they actually go after your guys? Yes. They went after yeah. the guys on your payroll. Yes. And, and the other shops. Wow. And the other shops. Wow. We're, we're not going to go into the other the other shops, but yes, it went. It, it, it felonies went to the other shops. Like these, these guys can't go hunting. They can't have firearms. 
Right. I, I mean, can't go to Canada. I like the uphill truck drag racing, and that all originated over in Canada. Fuck, yeah. I was going to go last summer, and that all come to an end. Yeah, no, uh, that's not a thing. Like, it's just, it's bullshit. All because they took off something that didn't help the truck, and what they did to it made it run better. But because some asshole in Washington who doesn't know their ass from a hole in the ground said that it had to be this versus the reality of building an actual operable machine. You need to really consider, we we don't do politics on this show, but we're going to do it tonight. You really need to consider what the people you are voting for know about operating the vehicles that we enjoy. This is our self-interest. This is our ability to engage with the process. Be a member of PRI. Be a member of SEMA. Be engaged with the process when it comes to the RPM Act. Be engaged with what goes on with this bullshit fucking emission standard that that is so arbitrary and we don't need to get super we've already gotten way in the weeds but we don't need to get super this is this is one area where this show really i do want to engage with politics your vote does matter and what you're doing and what you believe in and what you engage with and what you spend your money on it does matter be a member of pri be a, be engaged with sema be engaged with what's going on with with this cafe bullshit. Get involved because it's resulting in guys who are good and friends getting fucked in a way that they don't deserve. Well, and you don't want to get into politics on this show, but I'm telling you what, politics is getting into everything you're fucking doing. Hundred <clears throat> percent. I was yeah, never. They don't care. Politics, but. You know, then that's, that's why I said it's, you know, they said, oh, there was this scheme and all this shit. No, all we ever did was what the customers wanted, what the fucking needs were, what it took to get the truck fixed, what it took to get you on the road. It was never like a criminal. It wasn't like we were rounding up how to transport cocaine. Holy shit. I mean, but that's how they're treating it. And it's. Yeah. It's bullshit, and yeah, we're taking the fall. We're not the first ones to take the fall. There's others out there probably going through this process right now and others that it's going to be coming to, and, you know, there's nothing I could do to change. There was no talking, negotiating. They, they were, Here's your fucking charge. Well, the negotiation was here's our plea deal that we're going to offer you, or we can go to a jury trial. Here's the other thing that I want to touch base on. A jury's job is are you guilty or not guilty? Because I've had people say, why didn't you fight it and take it to a jury trial? Get 12 jurors that like trucks, and their job is to fucking determine if you're guilty or not guilty, not what your punishment's going to be. Well, they got enough evidence on me that, yeah, I'm guilty. So there you're fucked already. And there was no negotiating with what do you want from me? I mean, I give, I get, we give to the local veterans, we give to the the school programs, we give back to all these local things in the community. We try to do what all the customers wanted. You try to be stellar in what you do, 
And then your government just comes and when you ask these jurors, hey, need a little help here. They got a job to do. I mean, you're 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 fucked. So the government's really put everybody in this situation into a corner and they got an open checkbook. It's going to be hard to fight them. They've done their homework well before they come in your door. They already know. So that was my big push now that I'm unfortunately a, a criminal. There is a good note that I do want to mention because, you know, it does hinder me in a bad way. I do a lot of hunting and we took family trips and friends and we'd go out west and we've that's always been a thing in the state of michigan anyways once i've got my punishment and my fines paid after a period of time i can get my michigan gun rights back so i still will be able to hunt in michigan in a few years time but that's about the only thing uh you're going to get back other states may vary i don't know what they are but There's a lot of uh, concealed gun carriers probably in this group listening in. Once you're a felon, you can't carry a concealed weapon. Yep. Yep. So there's just a lot of things to think about in there. So far, what I haven't heard of is any end user customer getting in trouble. But you're also starting to hear about these cases of you can't take your vehicle to certain garages to get worked on. You can't trade it in at the dealership. You can't fucking sell it. So how bad is this need of service really needed? I I don't know. The guy's got to start relooking things or, or group together and go fight this somehow. I mean, we all know I I follow Corey Willis a little bit. I've watched some of his things and it sounds like he's, I mean, that fucking guy has spent a shit ton of money. He's went to DC I don't know how more, how do you help him? How, how much further do you go? And is it maybe just a big group needs to get together, but then who do you even go bitch to? I don't have these answers, but Ten. I just want to get the awareness out there of what people don't realize is you can be a criminal for knocking out a fucking exhaust filter. 10 million, mm-hmm. 10 million is what he uh, told me at PRI. Yeah. It's what he spent so far. Mm. So, so keep supporting him too because he's fighting. 100%. Yeah. He's trying. He, he, uh, we had a nice long chat. Man, I, I'll be the first to admit, I didn't think he was that short, but that Corey is a short fucking dude. <laughs> Not very tall, but he told me 10 million is, is what, uh, he's put into this so far. And he doesn't continue, I mean, he doesn't, he doesn't foresee slowing down. So. Wow. Well, hopefully he's got some contacts that uh, <laughs> that'll get back to him because the ones I've tried haven't. But if there's, uh, I don't know, any anywhere a guy can help, I'm, I'm. That's all I've ever done in my life is try to help. So if he happens to be listening, Corey, reach out, help. I, I got to go to DC and bitch slap somebody. Let me know. <laughs> Fuck. Please get that on video. Please it's do. Frustrating because where please, do you... let, please let Sidetrack debut that video. <laughs> but, Don't you love social media? But I get people all the time 
you know, fuck them. It's my pickup. I'll do what I want. It's my truck. I'll do what I want. Well, all right. You guys are all those rebel rednecks that are ready to stand up and tell them, fuck them. Let's get together and take, let's take the bus and go to DC. I, I don't know. Is where do you, what do you do? Maybe don't do it in the first week of January. That's kind of yeah, traditionally a bad week for that. Well, we're past that, so that's fine. We're good now. Maybe but, maybe make a difference. You got primaries coming. Do exercise that. Ask, well, the, ask the questions. I mean, you you ask people. Questions. You've got people that are running for office. Ask questions. You you have you have people that are wanting to represent you. Ask the questions where they stand on this stuff because I mean, make them represent you. Yeah, if you don't ask, you don't know where they stand, and you're voting for them on based on other principles. And if this is if this is something that you should be worried about or should be concerned about and pay attention to, ask them where they stand. It's simple as that. Michigan, Michigan primary is already over. I won't tell you what I did, but uh, yeah, you can make a voice. I, um, even, you know, I said earlier that I sent out all these emails and I'm always trying to contact them. It doesn't stop me. I, I repeat and I send the same email or a little different style. I send them to these same people over and over and over again. And that's what I also want the listeners to realize. Look, don't just send one email and think you did your part. No, no. <clears throat> Once a week, maybe. Right. Maybe twice. Hammer them. Become the pain in the ass that they have to either make the make the physical choice to I'm going to block my constituent or they're going to address it. Yeah. Get involved. Make them earn your vote. Yep. So what are you doing now? Tell me about this Roxor problem. Let's let's get off of this. So all of our blood pressures calm down and and everybody stops, you know, being ready to sharpen the, you know, the the pitchforks and light the torches. Tell us what you're doing now with the business. You know, the Roxor, you mentioned Roxor. That's a diesel powered side by side built by Mahindra. And it was a thing that all this shit kind of come to come to be. And I got introduced to this vehicle and just fell in love with it. It's a 70s slash 80s style side by side. CJ5, like yeah, it's like a CJ5 cologne, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. They actually had the patent. They built as many of them uh, Willie style Jeeps in World War II, actually more than than Jeep did, um, because they were already over there. They're based out of India. Great little vehicle. It that's evolved into a business. It's like a. It's like my next little addiction that I, I call it my addiction. I I'm dealing with them every day. I love the little things, and um, we pimp them out. Have have a ton of fun with them. Um, the other thing we're doing, you know, trucks. The the whole race market is probably where we've been lately with the trucks, um, clutches, transmission, build, engine builds, all that kind of stuff. For dedicated race semis um we got the dyno we do some diagnostics and figuring out you know why the truck's got a miss to it and what's going on and and work we we don't do a lot of general repair like we used to 
we still do some of it. And then um, we got a sister store that opened up within the building, uh, Bobcat Equipment. We've gotten into, you cool. know, the Bobcat stuff. That's different business name, It's but it's M32 Enterprises, but it's all in the same building. And uh, so that keeps us busy working on skid steers and excavators and lawnmowers and, and just kind of not raising a red flag to illegal activity i guess i don't know it's, we still go in and grind and and work on equipment but uh i i say no a lot of times on the phone every day with the amount of calls that we get in different jobs that are being sought after and i just i do say no a lot not like i ever used to we used to they used to be a thing was we never said no um and I've had to keep my tongue tied for a long time up until last Friday. And it's like, okay, now I can talk about it. Now I can fucking be more verbal. Um, when Charles and I talked last weekend after the court date and shit, he's like, what, you know, I said, let's go on and get started. What do we do? So, yeah. I want, I want to tell your story and, you know, be authentic and, and just make people know. Um, something that I want to actually, um, oh shit. I really, I, sorry. There's something that I think is so cool for sled pullers to have as, as a, uh, as an accessory. I kind of really went, uh, super against, uh, support vehicles on a, a prior show, but if you're going to have one, if you're going to have one, uh, the Bobcat, all the, the, the Toolcat all-wheel drive, you need one of these because of the uh, front loader and uh, the capacity in the back. It's, it's, if I could say what's going to be the best thing you could use uh, for a support vehicle in the support of pulling. This is the thing you want because you can still push it back up into your uh, <coughs> into your hauler and and whatever. And damn it, I'm you really can you can do so much with that. You can put a bucket on it, a broom, a snowblower. Oh like oh my god, like those things are endless They're and fucking awesome. And you can, I'm really you can trying that to find off, a you good can write video that off for the farm and still use it in the tractor pulling or like. Those things are cool. And you know what? It's a full cab. It comes with a full cab, AC and heat, mm. and it's fantastic. I think it takes up less space in the hauler than a like a crew cab side by side, like a Polaris or whatever. They're they're shorter. Yep. And they're heavy too. So like yep. they will they will they will do some work. So those things are actually really impressive when you look at the specs of what they Yeah, one of these with. is fucking badass and this is what i want you to get from our partner diesel freak because they're a bobcat dealer i want you to get one from them uh, here we go and while you're at it buy his shirts <laughs> yeah yeah buy the shirts they're fucking awesome i think we got a couple tool cats in stock too <laughs> see there we go Get your ass one of these. That's an old. Look at that. 
You can that put all old, that is an old one. You can put all Wait, the shit like, in the that's, back. That's all a the shit in the one. back. It doesn't matter what's in the back. You know, look at that loader. You can push it right up in your taller. That's I mean, like a that's like a prototype, man. That is old school. Like that is probably the oldest toolkit I've ever seen. If I, I know, that's care. probably being sold on like an almond antique tractor auction. So <laughs> hey. I mean, you know, hey, I don't I don't care what what it looks like. This is what this is this is the this is what you're at. This Bingo. is you, and you don't have to put two fat guys in the back of it so you can lift something with that bucket. Yeah, this is you. Fuck all this. This, this is a concept sale. This is not. An actual sale. This is concept sale. <laughs> and just this for the record, just, just for the record, this is not at Wade's store. No, no it's not. We're not. We're not like quietly stumping for him here. Not with this one. <laughs> no, no, we're being. But on the idea, yeah, we sure and, shit are. Yeah, I mean, we're being quite forward, uh, straightforward it's when we tell you go buy the man's shirt. It's but... even got suicide doors. Look at that thing. Yeah, suicide doors. Pimp mobile as if I've ever seen one. You could share the photo of the front of the building that was smeared all over the news that they fucking came and took a picture of. I saw no, that, too. Not, no, oh, it's a big iron that. sale. Not going to do that. Oh, they, um... God, did they ever make a stink of that? But... But seriously, those tool cats are... Hey, you know what? Wicked cool. No, Bad news is good news. Go Now you know where to go to get your bobcat. So go. It really is. I'm going to say that too. I really want to appreciate, I mean, all the customers we have um, worldwide, but nationwide. I mean, when that news broke, I think I had one or two um, phones, phone calls that the guys, you know, they were telling us what pond scum we were and how we killed the ducks and what shit people we are and all this kind of stuff. Love but you. the onslaught of positive, holy shit, the messages. Not, not even so much having to buy a shirt. It was just, yeah, the, the increase in sales. People, We had people stopping in, walking in the front door saying, I've never been here before. I don't know what you do, but I want to support you. i seen you on the news. Um, the messages and the emails and shit that people sent, the, the, it was a boom. It was a little boom. It was good. Um, and, and it gives you that positive behind you that, you know, we're not alone. There's uh, there's definitely a lot of support out there, and I want to thank everybody for that. My, I know my brother would say the same. His wife, the whole, the whole family, everybody feels it and appreciates it. Good. So, it's been really good, in that sense. <laughs> but the government, though, they didn't seem to think so. We've killed millions in their eyes. Yep, millions. From children to baby seals to spotted owls to you, you, you murderer, you. I don't know how we're all here. I mean, shit, if we reverted back to 1970s emissions, or fucking nobody should be around to have kids. Bingo. <laughs> mm-hmm. Bingo. I, I still go back to the whole, uh, the, the whole thing of, uh, why why are, are is the US the only ones that have to pay for this? You know, there's companies shipping stuff all overseas and everything that aren't having to deal with the same stuff, but yet we are in, in your case, felonies because we're doing this, but yet there's companies 
that are shipping all over that don't have to abide by the same rules. Right. It needs to be on a global scale. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's, you, you want to talk, I mean, politics, talk to the UN. If it's to the UN aspect or whatever else of all these countries over the world, but yet in our country, it is one of those that is, you know, it's a felony to do this. But yet there's U.S. companies that are shipping stuff overseas that don't have the same type of regulations that we do. Yeah, it's awesome that America has is the only country on this planet that has a conscience, apparently. Yeah. Well, the Canadians are feeling the heat, too. Um, Canada is, I don't know which one's worse, the U.S. or Canada for emissions. The rules are different for what the businesses can do. That's why I think a lot of them are able to sell these products. Um, they think that they're untouchable by being in Canada and shipping to the U.S. But I think that's something I would start looking at with caution. Um, Justin, you mean to say Justin Trudeau isn't as stupid as he looks? Well, right. Yeah, he is. Exactly. And I think he's... Oh, he... <laughs> All right, fine. No, I am going to say that because I think he's going to allow our, our EPA to go in and... Um, I mean, we got friends in Canada and yeah. they're, starting to feel, they're starting to feel some heat from the U.S. Um, our government's trying to work with their government to sh- fuck everybody. Um, so it's just something I would think about with a little caution. But on, on with that, the whole global thing, the U.S. and Canada basically are going to save the planet with clean air. And, uh, and that is the frustrating part. They Like you say, they want the UN and all this shit going on, uh, what, like NATO, you know, over Ukraine and all this other bullshit where we're sending everybody's money rather than informing the public on how to not become a criminal. Right. Um, yep. So that's, you know, I don't know even really where to end that other than the fucking public knowledge of awareness that, get it out there and we got to start somewhere unite because our fucking government is not. And just for the record, federal government, if you're listening, it's not that much money to rent a few billboards and tell people not to rip their uh, filters apart. Just saying. Well, I don't know how many guys have gotten drunk driving. I have not. And my question then would be is how many guys got a second drunk driving or a third drunk driving? How were you treated for second and third offense? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll look, I'll put, I'll put something out there. I got one. Yep. It was like seven years ago. I've never talked about it because I was embarrassed as fuck. I'm putting it out there. I did. And I got reduced. Right. I did not get DUI. I got reduced charges because I was cognizant of what I did and I was stupid. Yeah, I was stupid. Everybody, shit happens though. You know, I mean, everybody fucks up every now and then. But so you got it reduced. You got, you know, your second time won't be so easy. Yeah, well, there's not going to be a second time. Well, good. But. You didn't get that. You didn't get that second chance. You didn't. You didn't get yeah. that second. Yeah, time. they. They. Yeah. Right. 
and I also never got a warning. You you admitted that you fucked yeah. up. You've also been warned before not to drink and drive. Yeah. Yep. So there, yes. there was no there was no warning on this. Yeah. Back in the day, they were told get home safe and go straight home. Yeah. You know now yep. it's different. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I've heard I've heard so many stories of I mean I've heard a story. I've of heard guy, stories of. People it, it, driving, the cops will drive you home. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. really? I've, I've heard a story that they were they were drunk driving, and they were, like, they were over their allotted, uh, this is a fun one, but they were over their allotted miles from their parents, and they got pulled over for drunk driving. They drove home backwards so they could roll the odometer backwards oh to get the miles back. That All right, work. somebody watched Ferris Bueller one too many that times. This was this was a long time ago, but still, uh, I don't know. I, I my frustration still comes with the fact that like we are the only country in the world that has to abide by this and stipulations, and there's stuff made here in the United States that is going overseas, wherever you want to call it, north, south, east, west, whatever, that doesn't have to abide by the same rules, doesn't pay the same fees that we pay. Just All right, apparently Cody overspoke and the government has cracked down. <laughs> They're watching. We will say that Ron Stone could put that on a T-shirt and, and make a lot of money. Justin Trudeau has decided you are done with your <laughs> argument. Oh, that is the, the irony and the has. Oh, that's right. Uh-huh. The liberals have decided you are no longer allowed to make. You no longer eat our poutine. You are done with your story. I fart in your general direction. I wondered if Monty Python. Was, I I wondered if that's where you're going with that. <laughs> I had to. <laughs> now go away, or I will taunt you a second time. Anyway, you smell of us. Think he's still nugget. Yeah, <laughs> I forget what he said there too. He just put it in the chat. I wasn't done with my rant. <laughs> yes, you were. Justin Trudeau decided it. I should text him. I said the government says otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> Why, you silly English niggets. That's right. Oh, he said he's in the back backstage. Oh, he's backstage. I've fart against him. Oh, <laughs> you won't let him on? <laughs> For fuck's sake. If I've never that been like, the, exit, oh, stage right my, <laughs> exit stage right in my life, that was you it. got a hook. But, <laughs> yeah, uh, that, yeah, that was a hook. I Do just, not ever have Silly single freaking technical difficulties again. I've I don't know. I was talking away, and all of a sudden it says internet connection lost, and everything else is still running. Yeah, you so silly piece of shit. What do you got, AT and T? No, no. Like you said, everything else is still running fine. So but, yeah, you're uh, running fine. That's that's Wade. What Wade, tell us how you make a uh, tell us how you make a W nine do freaking donuts like Ken yeah. Block does. Right on. Can we can we can we please address this? I got the keys to the front doors for sale. 
<laughs> give the keys with the business, you know what I mean? <laughs> nice. I don't know. Uh, big turbos, big injectors, and don't worry about the clutch. <laughs> I got just people for that. It, right? <laughs> just just I love it. it. What was you looking to do? Whip a donut with it? Yeah, whippy donut. You, you, well, you, you, you showed us how, how to do it. do it. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta just um, put her in a high gear and get the tires singing, and um, hope we got the power to to keep them moving when they get warm, and um, hope for the best. First time I ever did that, I, I, I was over. Charles, at, can you find that video, by the way? Yeah, I can. Thank I was you. over at a, a truck pole in Wisconsin. And um, I thought that was where that I thought that was in Wisconsin. Yeah, it's, it was out back behind a friend of ours shop. He's got a beautiful facility, big ass parking lot and uh, his local 4-H and um, sell all the food. And it's, it's a big town event for the weekend. And um, where where was it? Give him a shout out. Edgar, Wisconsin. It's EL okay. repair. And um, he he's his name's Evan. And uh, likes to do his local stuff and support and everything else. And we became friends a long time ago. My brother's more friends with him probably than I am. Or he knew him first. But uh, anyways, we went over there to support his event. And I come off the pulling track. And everybody's up on the hill looking the other direction. And I'm coming down off the out into the blacktop parking lot. And I'm looking and I'm like, man, it is wide open down here. And there's nobody in the way it's it, i'm like shit nobody can get hurt so i started to do a burnout and he evan come the owner comes around the corner of the building with his golf cart so i stopped and i was like ah, i don't want to and then and i look at him i'm like give the approval can i try to you know leave a black mark and fuck up your parking lot that's so nice and he says uh he he made the motion with his finger to do round and round like a donut so i'm like you know i hadn't done that let's try it so i Threw her in a high gear and got them burning, and I turned to the left and hoped for the best. I hope I was either going to lay it on its side or go around, and it went around. Well, then it went around so nice. Shit, I did it. <laughs> you decided to do it twice. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> fuck, we'll just keep going. So, yeah, and that was when I learned how shit, that was, that was easy. Love it. Sorry for no sound, because I still haven't figured that shit out. <laughs> Imagine making really, really good diesel noises yeah, through like makes, seven, made, seven or eight inch straight pipes in your head. I feel it made, I amazing, feel like it made it. amazing sounds in my headphones, but I don't really understand why the fuck I cannot put that in it. Anyway. Uh, I just want to wait to hear Ryan try. What am I going to try? To make diesel noises to, to fit the video. We vote. We all know. No, 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 no. We can't do that. You you can't do that unless it's in slow motion. So (laughs) neener, neener. I feel like I feel like I should I should send that so we can we can appreciate that someday again. That needs to be brought back up. But stay tuned. Okay. That was performed on a closed course too. So yes, hundred <laughs> percent in Mexico, nonetheless. Mexico, Mexico. Mexico. Nowhere near Justin Trudeau <laughs> or cheese curds or spotted cow. <clears throat>
Wade, how often do you hook that that, that uh, uh, W9 to a sled? Um, every I don't know, around eight, ten times a summer around the state of Michigan. I've traveled. Hell, we go to Joplin, Missouri. I've been down to Texas. Um, you gonna you plan on going down to Lufkin again? Yeah, I do. Um, I don't know if in terms of probation are gonna allow me to this fall, but uh, probably as soon as we're in the clear of that, then then I'll go back down there. That's a great event. The big turnout, one a great um, a great reason, you know. Yeah, there's a great cause behind that. Yeah, twenty two a day. Mission twenty two. Yeah, it's a, yes. Mission twenty two is amazing. And get behind that. That's uh, that's a really, really big deal. Yep. Yep. And them guys travel and come up here and support us at the races yes. up here. Um, they do great things. The owner of that, or Josh that started that, uh, is a veteran. Josh yeah. Burcham is, if you don't know the story behind Josh Burcham, who started uh, what? is that 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 charity mission 22 mission 22 is about the the 22 number comes from the number of veterans who take their own life every day every day basis every day 22 and josh was one of those guys who was going to do it and he was in his trailer right and uh on the night he was going to do it, had the gun ready, and a tornado leveled his trailer. And he survived. Came out the backside and looked up and said, God, I get it now. It's not my time. I have something else I'm supposed to be to do, here to do. And so that's where Mission 22 came from. Josh said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to beat this, and I'm going to help my brothers who struggle with the same mental issues that he did. And there's a, there's a semi that's behind that, and uh, I, I was looking for something else, and, and now you guys got me off into this. There's a we so this past weekend I had dinner with or had brunch with my kids and and my mom at a, a place that's pretty well known uh, out here the uh, the White Horse Inn in Dryden and on the door when you go in there's a, there's a, there's a Mission Twenty Two sticker on the door it means a lot to me. It means a lot to the guys on the show. That's a thing. That's a real thing. That that truck exists and that that charity exists. If you if you've got anything within you, give to these guys who gave to you to make sure that you're free, that you're safe, because they wrestle with what they confronted in their dedication to duty they did it because you don't have to so take care of them be involved this is that's that's huge that's a huge one 
Thank you guys for for I, you. You took me so far off where I was going, and I appreciate that endlessly. That's I believe in in there. There's there's multiple ones. Twenty two kill. Uh. 22 for 29, I think. Uh, there's there's like there's there, there's several of them. But they all have the same thing at heart. And yes. Yes. Sidetrack is behind all of that. Sorry. 100 percent Don't be sorry. I was gonna let you go on that as long as you wanted. Yeah. Amen. Got got way off there. But uh the, yeah, it's 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 important. I um my girl Mickey, I, some of you guys have met her. She's watch her. She's with me on the truck all the time. Um, she she's so awesome, and and I'm glad you found her. Oh, me too, man. I should have found her the first time. <laughs> I wasn't gonna go there, but you did. But yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, very very good for me, and um, love her to death. But she, I I question sometimes how she when I come home. Oh, she has a smile on her face because she's a intake coordinator for a drug rehab facility. Wow. And the amount of homeless veterans that they have to go pick up and these guys that are getting a chance to get some help but don't have um, insurance or ways to pay, it's blows your mind just, and I'm going to call it on a local level, the state of Michigan is all that they do that she that she deals with. Um it's, it's very sad, the amount of veterans, well, the amount of drugs that are around that the people that need help to think that her and quite a few other girls have full-time jobs arranging this shit. But it always upsets me when it's a homeless vet and they don't have a ride, they don't have a way to get here, it's cold out, they're standing at a payphone waiting to get a call on when a ride's going to pick them up. It's a bunch of horse shit. I, I sit and watch TV and you watch that Tunnel of Towers. It's a great organization, but it pisses me off that they have to sit there and ask every one of us for $11 a month to help do what I think our fucking government should be doing. 100%. Instead, they're all fucking worried about guys knocking out exhaust cylinders. Or wars being fought overseas. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Other people's borders. Yeah. And, and Tunnel Towers, that, is that what it was? Yeah. It's okay. hidden in the agendas. I, uh, I, have, a, I have a soft spot for uh, law enforcement and public safety because I work a lot very closely with them. And uh, hearing some of the stories of what, what them, they go through and what they do and the lives that they touch is... It, it'll humble you in a very, very, I, I, I mean, I, it's, it's, it'll humble you. That's all I can say because it is such a, I can't do their job. I don't want their job because what they do in every single day of it, it can, it can change your mentality of everything. If you talk to someone who is in it every day and deals with that, um, yeah, I, I, I couldn't do their job, and I don't want it. And that's something that if you can support them in any way possible, that's something I ask that each and every one of you do.
sorry i'm i'm throwing up in the chat a bunch of groups that i know that are involved in all this so keep keep going keep talking i'm just nerding out and i feel and like there's a lot we can do. over the last few years um i don't know if i've touched base on most of everything I'll, we'll probably get done with this and i'm gonna think shit i wish i'd have said that or wish i'd have told them about that or oh yeah i forgot but um i don't know if there's more that people want to know or if you got questions fire them at me i i just want to help with this avenue of public awareness on what's going on outside of helping um veterans in our country and other in other ways that's what I feel bad, like you brought up early, Charles, with that guy um, out on the West Coast. I know of another one here in Michigan that yep. veteran that is losing everything um, because of the Clean Air Act. Yeah, I, I forgive me. I don't know the gentleman's story. He's from California. And you can find this, this story on uh, a lot of podcasts. Because it, it, he's he's been on them. He's a twenty-year veteran of our services, and ran a diesel shop on the side. And he got swept up in this, what we're talking about. And for him, he's being charged charged as a felon. He's a man who has given. 20 years of his life of dedication to his country and and defense of his country. He can no longer own a firearm. He can no longer vote. He can no longer avail himself of VA services after 20 years as a fucking veteran. He can't get health care. He can't be taken care of as a veteran because he ran a side business deleting trucks before anybody knew what the fuck that was or that it was illegal to do it. This is the, this is the, this is the country we live in that a guy like that now has that hanging over his head. That's how fucked up it is. It's just, it's not enough that, that Wade is dealing with shit like this. A guy like that has been caught up in this shit. And y'all vote for this. No, not y'all. We all vote for this. Don't, I mean, we're not exempt. We all voted too. Um, but yeah, it's. Yeah, it's terrible. It's it's a real problem. It has real effects. It has real consequences for us as a sport. As much as I want to say sidetracked is not political, and I don't want it to be. I genuinely don't want it to mm -mm. be. I don't want to go there. But there's a real consequence for how you vote, and for what you think, as far as substantiating what we do in the fun that we get to have. And for the reality of what the 
product is on the ground. We do have something to offer that is better than what the federal government insists is the ultimatum because they don't fucking know. They don't. And on top of that, it's it's about fun. Do you want to just be a lemming who jumps off the bridge? It's about fun. We're trying to have fun. We're trying to have a good time. And what we do as a motorsport is such an inconsequential piece on balance of emissions versus the real world. And they won't even let us do that anymore. That's that's where we're going. This is really important that you focus on this, that you get involved, that you spend the money, 50 bucks. What is that what it is? To be oh a member of P, to be member of PRI, to it's like 40 to or 50. SEMA, 50. And to have your voice heard and to encourage the the pack. Oh, everybody's in the pack, political action committee. Yeah, well, this is one that fucking matters. This is one that's about what we do. It's not about what fucking bush you get to raise in your backyard or whatever fence you get to put up or all the stupid shit. And Well, it matters to some people. But to us, this is the thing that does matter. Yeah, this, this is, this is what matters place, to us. This is the one place where I go... This is this is something where politics and motorsports do intersect. It does matter. Pay attention. Well, and that's what I said earlier. They're you don't have to be into politics, but they're getting into you. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah, I I agree. I don't think it should all be political, but you know, I can't I I I've gotten more into politics the last few years than I ever thought I would be. Um, Trump's my boy, but I got to think also he pulled funding from the EPA when he was in office and that kind of perspective, you got to look at it. Did that make them have to go out and find their money? Yeah. Um, maybe go find, go, go find revenue by, by charging guys like you. Yeah. Find the stuff. And it's not just diesel shops. There's, there's other stories out there. The EPA is doing, I ran into a guy this last winter. Um, he owns a scrap salvage business and he specializes in torching inch thick metal or thicker. And he got a fine because of the pollutants coming off the torches that he's cutting oh. the metal. Oh, for the love. I de- I'm dead serious. He's fighting, Jeez. uh, facing a million dollar fine right now. He has to, they're looking how much million dollar fine there. He's looking, he's got to beat down to a million grief. That's uh, astonishing. That, what a blow! Well, Fifty and sixty percent of it is oxygen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but he's got to—he's uh, got to build a rec, uh, reclaim building, a rec, reclamation room. He's got to basically—he's got to put up a building that he can fucking torch material inside of, and then clean the air before it exits the building. Good and all, all of all of it, all of it, it will extract another fee right it's just money it's just money it's just money this is the bullshit you're up against you know so it's all this i don't know awareness but 
Pass but, backward like, priorities. That's there exactly was no, what it is. That's that's the big thing. There was no warning, so it's us helping each other as well. And that's what I'm trying to get out there is if you're in the business of deleting and making um, that cash, making that money because it's like selling drugs, ride the storm as long as you can because there's no warning. One day you're going to be shocked. They're going to kick your door in and say, well, here we are, and you're now a felon. So <laughs> what, decide what you want to do. Um, I'd rather work with guys, make it so that they're not felons. Um, and that's why I'm still trying to be helpful. Yep. I appreciate that so much. And and that was our, that was our initial conversation was to, to say, all right, it happened. Like it's, it happened. Let's be truthful about what happened. But what are we going to do going forward? And that's that's where we are tonight. Yep. And we're not the first one it's happened to. No, we're not. Um, no, we're not. We're not. And, and we're not. I'm, and it's still, still shocking how many people, though, are calling us or getting a hold of us and, and going, I had no idea. What do you mean you had no idea? There's been several other cases. Yeah. But they are now enforcing criminal it's not just civil anymore it's not just a fine we so that's that's something actually that i think we glossed over earlier and i meant to come back to it was that the initial enforcement was on the civil level it was fines it was dollar amount and now it is criminal and so we did talk about what it meant for you the you know your your Second Amendment strike uh, rights are stripped, and how they you can't, you can't vote any you can't vote anymore. You know there's 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 some serious. Okay, so the dollar amount of the personal part of it was small versus what the business faced, which is which is large. There there's a very very significant consequence to you and. What, what all, me, like, all because all because you made a semi run better. But just something to think about real quick. I want to explain why seven hundred and fifty thousand. They took they what they had us um, agree to or plead deal with was three hundred and sixty two violations, meaning they could prove that we um, played with three hundred and sixty two trucks. Okay. They assumed we made about a thousand dollars per vehicle. They want your fine is going to be double of what your gain was. That's where they come up with seven hundred and fifty thousand. Wow. So, whatever you're doing and how much you've done, and you think that um, maybe they can prove that's what you could be facing as a fine. Just things to think about. That's how they came up with that number. Because I was like, how the hell are you coming up? Are you just throwing a number out of the air for 750 How are you coming up with this? And that's how they came up with it. And at the end of the day, I mean, 362 they could prove. Okay. We'll just leave it at that. Good. Uh... So frustrating. Yeah. Just wanted to get more information out of how people are like, well, how did they come up with that number? 
Well, that's how they did it. And personally, I don't know why they, how I think they did pull the number out of their air for the personal fine. But like I say, back to the whole scorecard deal and how you've been as a citizen and all these things come into play. That that was, I don't want to say easy to beat down, but your history of who you are helped make it easy to beat down on a monetarily or monetary um, charge. But the felony, there was no change in it. Seems arbitrary and stupid. Yep. But it is what it is. And uh, do you have do you have the ability to appeal? Is that on the table? No, because we took I took um, guilty plea. Okay. I could only appeal it if I felt that I wasn't misrepresented. But yeah. I'm telling you, my attorney um, kicked ass. He he was he was awesome, and Ed. The worst part of it was before we got in charge. I mean, right in 2018, after we got raided, we called a few people. There's a few attorneys out there that are kind of common in this um, business. And when we talked with them, they were like, well, we'd love to help you. But until you've been charged, we can't do anything. We're criminal attorneys. We're defense attorneys. It's like, well, shit, who do you even turn to for guidance? I mean, there's no help. There's nothing out there. And you wait till you get charged, and then you call them. Well, this guy that we talked with, he'd actually... He used to be a, a U.S. prosecutor, and he had some advice and some things to talk about. And then we got our charge. We called him back, and he was already quite ahead of the game. But at the end of the day, um, yeah, where do you go? I mean, like, there, you know, if that's the hat, the hat they're gonna hang yeah. upon, there's little case history, right? You know, certainly, there certainly there is, but it's you know, in the grand scheme of uh, judgmental law, like there, there's very little case history about this stuff, even though it's super important to us. And we say, Oh, you got this, you got this, you got that, you got that. Well, in, in the grand scheme of things, what we can throw up there is peanuts and it sucks. It sucks. Yeah. I mean, once you've been investigated or once they've came to you and said, um, hand you a charge, I mean, just you're fucked right out the storm. There's no fighting it. So what do, uh, what, what advice do you offer? Uh, you're now past that point. What would you tell a sh- prospective shop? Wh- what are you going to say? What, what should you do? What should you not do? What is your business line going forward? What are you not engaged with? Man, I mean, it's, I, if you're if, the big thing, is, I mean, if you're still doing that kind of work, I would just stop. I mean, it's it, and document and document that you stopped. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what. Um, right, that's a that's a good question. I, because then, if you document that you stopped, did you just guilt yourself? Oh, that, yeah, yeah. You admitted guilt, right? And I don't care if you get paid cash. I don't care how well you know the person. Um, sooner or later, your red flag's up. Somebody's going to rat you out. I do know um, of a, a guy that told me that 
a truck driver that got pulled over going through a DOT inspection and the driver just started talking, saying shit that he probably shouldn't have been saying. And that, that particular shop got investigated because of that driver running his mouth. Wow. So I don't care how well you know somebody. Um, can you trust them? You know, but at the end of the day, I mean, you got to have trust, but also along with these jobs is guys like to brag about it. Right. That's yeah. Oh, I got mine done by blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I just did mine last week over here. This guy ordered this. I mean, you get on social media and it just blows my mind. I'm sitting back going, holy fuck. It's like shooting fish in a barrel. If I was an EPA agent. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's not that's not an indictment of you guys sharing your saying it. It should be an indictment of you guys who are still doing it. Because you gotta understand what the consequence is. Right. And where we are. Right. Can is there a way to tune a vehicle, a diesel vehicle, to do what we want it to do and perform the way we want it to perform and have it be 50 state legal? Yes. And the the there's people who have been charged with this who are figuring that out. And 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 Wade, you may be right behind them to do that as well for yourself. Oh, and we're we've been working with another company. They they went through a big deal and they paid a big ass fine and they've got EO numbers and carb numbers and there's legal ways to do it and legal product to sell and yeah. We we can we can still make it work. It just right. it's a it's a new world. It's a it's a new uh, uh, what do I want to say? It's it's a, it's a new world, but it's a new honesty about what we can do and and the 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 guardrails within which we can do them. And uh, yeah, the old ways were what they were, and for the longest time, they weren't deemed criminal. And unfortunately, we live in a world where it was deemed criminal, perhaps without warning, and caught too many out. I don't know. Is that uh, that is that is that painting it with too <laughs> too, too, too generous a brush? Well, that's fair. Um, but that's that's where we're at right now. But that doesn't mean that we still can't learn because the same the same intellect, the same understanding, the same brilliance that led to all of that before is still at work. We can still figure out how to make a machine perform emissions on and do the right things. And I, you know, the, the the hardcore amongst the far fringe will go, well, why didn't you do that before? Because we didn't have to, motherfucker. But now, now we do. We understand where the guard guardrails are. We understand what what the rules are, and we still can beat what the OEMs can do. Never doubt what the OEM is capable of. We can always improve upon what they're doing and exceed their regulations, exceed what they have to do, exceed their mileages, exceed their horsepower. We can do that because we're enthusiasts 
and we give a shit and we're all about in the end result performance. And that doesn't always mean ultimate horsepower. It means performance in terms of reliability. Performance also can be defined as efficiency. There's lots of ways you can define the word performance. And we've always been doing that. And we just need those in Washington to understand that our definition of performance is not just roll call stupid motherfuckers in a Walmart parking lot. Our definition of performance can mean efficiency. And that is where I want us to go as an industry. And we were already going there. Just got to get through their thick fucking skulls. But I'm not sure that we can because there's revenue to be made for violation, however they decide it. Yep. And because old habits die hard. I mean, it's just like we all, I mean, there's lots of people who I, I probably already indicted us by saying we all perceive black smoke means we're making power. Not necessarily the case. I mean, we as, that. you know, and, and I will, I'll throw, I'll throw myself under the bus here as much as we all love to hate on Gail Banks, what he said, what he's always said is that you can tune a diesel to make power and you can tune a diesel to perform without blowing smoke. And, and people have challenged him on it because he, he thinks that sled pulling and, and tractor pulling, he thinks it's the dumbest damn thing on earth. Maybe he's right. I don't know. Who knows? We have fun with it. So I'm going to say he's wrong, but he says that you can make power and you can make performance and you can win blowing clean. We've seen it in the drag strip world. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to let, yeah, there's, those there's guys, a reason why. Ryan Milliken makes ripping passes. He probably, be, well, I don't know if he made one tonight at World Series of Pro Mod, but, um, you know, Maddie's going to make a pass this weekend. Did today. It's not. It's not going to be rolling, uh, rolling smoke all the way down the track. Yeah, there's a reason why they don't. Right. Yeah. There, there's two reasons why they don't. Yep. Well, the problem is we took the racing to the road, and the the word on the street was you must delete. You know, when you have a a diesel, that was just the easy way years ago to make power and years ago to um, be cool. Yeah. And the being, yeah. the being cool, being too cool in the wrong place is what started the whole awareness. And that's where it's led to now is for on road. I don't, you, you can't keep pushing the off-road aspect for on-road. But the other thing is I don't want to ruin our racing future. So mm -hmm. that's where we got to be, have the awareness. Yeah. 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 That's, that's that. And that's the biggest piece really for, for you guys. And, and for some that I have seen who have faced this in the sport is I want to preserve for you the, the, the racing piece. 
okay, you did what you did. You've been faced with what you've been faced with. That's done now. For better or for worse, it's done now. I still want to see you being able to participate on the racing side. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's been others who have been confronted with this and have paid their pay their dues and they still can i think i think of one guy who can't but the rest can and that's what i want for you is to to still be able to do the do the fun shit we do too do the fun shit yep well I was going to say, are we about to the point where we're beating a dead horse here? Or what? Yeah, we, we, I think we've kept you, kept you way beyond what I intended to. If you've got any final thoughts, Wade, by all means, share them. And then beyond that... Uh, I, I, I think I've laid it out there pretty good. Like I say, if anybody else out there listening has any questions, shoot me an email or whatever. Facebook. I answer when I can. Um... I don't know. What's your, e- what's your email again? Throw it up there. Um, Wade at dieselfreak.com. There you w- go. And if, and if you want to follow up show with, with Wade, you know, we kind of already talked about that privately before tonight's program. It, if we need to do that, we'll do it. That's fine. Yeah. I don't know if there's more specifics guys want to know about sure. certain times of a case or what might have happened or that we didn't talk about. Sure. Yep. Um, and I don't know how big a interest this is that people are sitting here glued listening or if they're like, this is bullshit. I don't know, but we'll find out. We're interested in moving forward. The people that want to sit and say, this is bullshit. I'm deleting my truck. Fuck them. But you know what? Then you're not, you're not helping the cause. So in my no. opinion, I'm at the point where I've had to switch gears and I, unfortunately everybody else has to as well. Mm-hmm. And if you if you're in if you're in that position where you're looking for a solution for better performance for your truck, like we we can find a way to make that happen and make it happen where you aren't in trouble, he's not in trouble, you both find a solution and maybe that's the better thing. Yep. And that and that's available. That that's able. Um it's a little bit harder, but I think as we get further with public knowledge, the the better and easier it'll get. Yep. That's what I'm all about. Finding win-wins. It's already been it's already been difficult. How do we how do we make Diesel Freak a success going forward and and still find solutions for guys looking for it? Mm-hmm. Yep. Is uh, now, now let's let now let's just put a funny point on this and, and then we can maybe end this. But seriously, is there any performance solution to a six five Cortland? I know you're gonna throat punch me next time you see me. I don't care. He's probably got the ultimate one. Yeah, he well, between he and Brian Banghart, yes. But for real. The ultimate twelve valve, well, just call Dan Shide, and for the ultimate seven three, it's fucking yeah. There, there's a, a couple pieces. Have, have you guys no. 
Yeah, guys, just yes, yeah, Jesse Warren. Have you guys seen my black tie affair too? The old square body, three old pulling truck. That's a system. Uh, yeah, I, I've seen I it. Even, shot I've, seen that it. Tr- I've seen Did it. I shoot that truck down in Georgia. No, Is it going down to diesels and dark corners or no? Nope, I've never made it down there. I've I've seen the bitch naked. I know what it looks like uh, in every respect. Well, now we've entered, uh, now and now we've entered after dark. Yeah, let me let me uh, let me let me find that. I'll show you. I'll show you the after dark uh, roller skate the roller skate version of it. If anybody really wants it worse than I do, I'd probably let it go. Oh boy, I've been having those thoughts lately. I need to get uh, foolish pleasures working out pretty good so far, but we got we got to go bigger and better with a dedicated semi. And and unfortunately, honestly, the reason why I would probably get out of the pickup pulling world is because the geographic location I live in just doesn't support it. Yeah, yeah, you're a long you're a long ride to get down to a show, aren't you? Yep. Yep. No matter which where I want to go, it's at least three hours one way to a poll. Tuesday night to go help out a county fair that I'm gonna win three hundred bucks stops. And it's like it's not always about the money, but shit, I can't even cover my fuel or my time. Uh, yeah, there's no way to make that pencil. You know, even and not even not even come close to penciling. It's a ten hour day from hell, you already worked all day, and then you add another ten hours to it, and it just it all adds up. I it's time to move forward maybe and get more of a dedicated semi truck anyways what i'm thinking but that that's a, a whole nother show is that a 26 or a 30 truck that's a 30 truck real uh, i'm not i'm not going to find it in time timely i i know i've got it but i'm not going to find it timely Adam Wilson's got videos of it. I'm sure he does. Well, it's well, he's got a video of it, but he's not gonna show it the way that I could. But but if you're looking for a truck and you love square bodies, <laughs> yeah, Wade at dieselfreak.com. Just saying. Yep. And it's a three O. And he might throw on a t-shirt, maybe. <laughs> In fat Good. guy sizes. No, yeah. I'm not buying. I'm not buying the truck, Cody. <laughs> It'll fit in the garage. Don't worry. Shut you up. To, you might have to move the smokers to the back patio, but it'll be fine. No. Carol wants a truck. What are you talking about? You shut your dirty mouth. <laughs> no, she wants. No, she wants a lowrider, and she wants pretty paint. I don't want any of those things. <laughs> Actually, I wouldn't mind. A, I, I wouldn't mind the lowrider, but I don't want pretty paint. I want to be able to drive it and have fun with it and beat on it. And yeah. Um, other than lowrider, I think all the other things are applicable in this situation. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Oh, Burkhardt's got his porn book out. Oh yeah. boy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Eli's, Eli's piling on. So now it's now it's no, I, I won't say what it is now, but now it's a threesome. Um yeah. But 
if you're looking for a truck and you love square bodies, you could do a lot worse than that one. Yeah. Yep. We could talk. And Charles is still searching in vain for. It's pissing me off. I know I've got crazy pictures of it. Just driving. Make, us, I don't know where make a post on our timeline. Yeah, I will. Yeah. Wade, any last words before uh, we cut it off and, and stick a fork in this one? Uh, no, I think I, I'm done. I appreciate the time and the efforts. And um, if you ever need anything from me, just give a shout. So Wade did that wrong. What he was supposed to say is buy my damn T-shirts. Yes. <laughs> Or or a roxer or uh, or a roxer or yeah all of the things. Yep. Well, never been a beggar. That's okay. We uh, we ain't too proud to beg. We'll do it for you. It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh damn! Now we got it. Make it happen, Charles. It only took four or five years to build that thing. Uh, I can only. That's how long it took me to find the fucking thing in my phone. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, if you do decide to go forward with George Washington and a deaf jug, (laughs) seriously, please give that some thought. There'd be so many people who would buy that. Let's pull the roller skate. Yep. Yeah, that was early on. That looks yeah. rowdy. Mm-hmm. I hate to say it, that's in Tony's back room. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. it is. That's where I shot it. And so the, the it's there, there it really is not a DHD logo right there. That's my limited shitty Photoshop skills. I know Tony's listening. That didn't sit there near as long as fucking Triple X did. Oh, wow. Shots fired. Damn, shots fired. <laughs> Nicely done, sir. Nicely done. That ain't, that ain't fair. He can't holler back at me right and now. Triple X is still not done. <laughs> oh, no. All is all is fair in, in love and war and, I guess, and in black smoke. In smoke, I got, yes. Yeah. I got pictures of that one we can massage out later, too, so. Uh, I probably do too. It really covered like in a lot of dust. Yep. I think that's about a wrap. <laughs> Tony Tony has it. admitted defeat. Look, check this out. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. All right, boys, should we call this one? Yeah, let's call this one before I go looking for deep triple X dusty photos. Yeah, thank you guys for watching. Please, seriously, if you're not members of PRI, please, for the love of God, if there's only one thing you take from tonight's show, go to the PRI website and pay the damn money. Yes, it's not please. an awful lot of money. No. And they have people who work hard to lobby for us and the things that we love and the things that we hold near and dear. Phone, hey, phone oh. calls and emails are free too. Fire them away. Bingo. Yep. So, all right, guys. Thank you, gentlemen. You bet. Thank Wait, you, stay man. on. Stay on after we end this. We want to okay. chat with you for a second afterwards. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. See you guys. Two weeks yeah. out. Yeah. Good night.